the night before I went on vacation because I was like, if she says no, it's fine. It's going to be totally <laughs> fine. But like I sent it like really late, like, hey, Karen, I was wondering if. You're listening to Honest Combos with Karen and Marsha, a podcast about the lifelong journey to become your best self, live your best life and do your best work. We discuss going from a limited mindset to a growth mindset, self-love, confidence, happiness, goal smashing, and much more. And now, and now on, on to, to the episode. episode. Hey friends. So we are back for the final installment in our small business September series, which September, uh, Marsh and I were just saying has felt like, like the longest month ever, but <laughs> we had five Tuesdays this month. This is the fifth episode in this series. So if you've missed any of the other ones, definitely go back and listen because we've talked about different aspects as it relates to being an entrepreneur, stepping into entrepreneurship and the journey and some tools. And like, we've really had a lot of good stuff in this series. And today we're talking about partnerships, which is a great topic, as you, you know, I'm sure are aware that Marsha and I partner on this podcast. So <laughs> that's one of our partnerships. And we have other things that we work on together. And Marsha has some other partnerships with her other businesses. So we've got a lot to uh, share on partnerships. So I'm excited about this episode. So am I. I'm also slightly terrified, but good that <laughs> we keep the editing in-house. So yeah. <laughs> I totally ah, screw anything up. I first off want to thank Karen because she came on to partner up with me for the Connector Conference. And that all happened because of us working together with the Honest Convos podcast. I am one of those people that I think it's because of my childhood growing up in a big family with the three sisters I was always surrounded by people. And then like later on in life, I started to realize, oh, I'm an introvert and I need alone time. And then I started doing everything on my own because I felt very isolated as a stay at home mom. And I just kind of felt like if I'm not going to do it, it's not going to get done. So you kind of get into this trap. And um, with Karen, you know, we started working together. Well, we first had the Limitless event back in 2018 and then we'd been like helping each other you know basically just like business buddies mm -hmm. but that was yeah that was the first official thing that we partnered up on and then we had the podcast and then with the connector conference I you know the night before I went on vacation because I was like if she says no it's fine it's gonna be totally <laughs> fine but like I sent it like really late like Hey, Karen, I was wondering if potentially you could. Anyway, so she <laughs> partnered up with me on that. And it's like, it is such a freaking game changer. Like when you have somebody whose strengths are your weaknesses, it just it's very helpful because you you get out of your own way. So thank you so much for coming on board for that, because I do feel like I mean, if I had done that alone, because you know how I am, Karen, I was like, well, I saw you know, I saw this issue and this issue, but like the feedback from the conference is like, it was a great success. And yes. like, see it as that, whereas <laughs> I'm like, oh, I could have been better. But anyway, like, but I do think that the takeaways and just the, the feedback that we're getting from participants is that it was a really well run event. And that's yeah. because you, that's because we hired our sparent, like we literally were like, 
how can we do this to the best of our capability? Mm-hmm. And yeah, and it was a huge success. So thank you for partnering up with me on thank both. Thank you for having me. <laughs> yeah, because with the Honest Convos podcast, like, I feel like that was just kind of like the, okay, like we really can work well together, you know, because mm-hmm. we've like split up the duties and everything. And we did have the podcast that first season, but like I wasn't really involved in anything except for like literally recording and then asking people to come on the podcast with us. But like you were doing all the behind the scenes stuff. And then when I had my own podcast, I'm like, Oh my God, like <laughs> I'm not like, you know, I'm not worthy. I'm not caring. Cause like she was doing so much. So that's one of the things too. One of the biggest things about partnerships is it has to be like, you have to feel like a reciprocal exchange yeah. and energy. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It's, it is important just because you want to feel like you're a valued part of the partnership and that it's an equal exchange. If you feel like it's not an equal exchange, then it just affects your energy and your thoughts around it. You're going to have that like, mm, you know, like, uh, am I doing enough or I'm doing everything? I'm doing too much or whatever, which I never felt that way for the record, but, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it can happen where people will you partner up and it's like, well, I'm doing all the things and what are you bringing to the table? What do I need you for? You know, you don't want to have that kind of a feeling about it. And on the other end, you don't want to feel like, well, she does everything. Why am I here? You know, so I do think it's important to have an equal exchange and just some general, maybe just like, like in the beginning. Yeah. Just like drawing out, like, this is like your area. This is kind of my area. It doesn't mean that there won't be some cross pollination, but for the most part, everyone is clear on their roles and responsibilities in the partnership. I think that helps, you know, you want to have that clarity up front and maybe even a partnership agreement, which Marsha and I haven't done yet, but we probably will for honest convo soon have like a real official. We're going to be a fish guys. (laughs) Yeah. Not just Facebook a fish, but like government a fish. Right. (laughs) So yeah, having like that in place, it lets everyone have a sigh of relief. You don't have to think about it. Like it's all, we've already agreed to it all up front. You don't have to feel weird about anything. Cause if you ever have a question about something, you just go back to like what you agreed to in the beginning. I think that's important to have, especially if you're partnering with someone you don't know as well, just having that clear cut okay, this is what you're bringing, this is what I'm bringing, and this is how we're combining, and blah, blah, blah. So having that is important. And um, keeping some awareness around how you're feeling about how things are working and open lines of communication, because you always want to be conversating, you know, having discussions about how things are going, what's popping. Don't let things simmer or bubble or like, you know, you don't want anything to like get weird or have feelings that later on you might blow up about something. And it's like, if you just would have had a conversation about it two months ago, it wouldn't have had to be, you know, that kind of situation now. Yeah, I totally agree because that is something that I'm not like, we're not at the point where it's going to blow up, but the way that Roger and I started our partnership was he had hired me to manage his Airbnbs. And then I kind of like got in there, managed them really well. And I kind of got bored and I was like, you know, what's my role here? What are we going to do? And then I was able to like say, you know, I'm not fulfilled with this. Like, I just feel like I'm made for more and I don't really know, like I had closed down the society and like, 
you know, the conference was just an annual thing. And like, I was like, I need to have more professional success in my life, you know? And he was like, well, what about that Her Hideaways thing? Because I had like bought the domain and did the Instagram Mm -hmm. and everything. But it was just like a pipe dream, you know? I was like, this could be really beneficial and valuable for people. And he was saying to me, he's like, just the fact that you were able to talk to me about this. You know, I only do partnerships with people that I trust and that I care about. And he's like, you've proven that, you know, you know, you have a good work ethic and everything. I don't want to like, I don't. Cause I hear things differently, Ryan, <laughs> like that. I'm like, you know, I hear him say like, you are a goddess, you are beautiful. Like, really, like, take out the I garbage, love it. You know? But anyway, <laughs> but, so I don't want to like directly quote Roger, but he was saying that like the fact that I was able to have that conversation with him and just express myself that that was like a, a, a good partnership potential. And so <laughs> <laughs> we would, we would meet every Monday and then the pandemic happened. And then my family ran away for eight weeks to the mountains and I was still able to remotely help all the Airbnb clients. I wasn't really sure how to promote her hideaways. Cause it's like, how do you tell people to buy this thing when no, you know, like nobody is sure about their job security, the economy, whatever. Mm-hmm. So like I kind of like went inward, but we stopped meeting and now it's like we talk when we need to about clients that are coming, but there hasn't been that like brainstorming and ideation and where are we going with this? And, and the unfortunate part is that in January or February, like we kind of did have a conversation where we were like, you know, what are our intentions with this and where do we see it going? And I've had a total shift and I've had like a 180 and I haven't even talked to him about it. But like before I was like, oh, I just want to grow it slow and blah, blah, you know. But now I'm like, no, I I do kind of want to scale it. And so anyway, I should probably talk to him before this airs, LOL. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But like I did, I reached out to him over the weekend just because I find like we got over the conference hump. And for me, like. And that's why I love the book, The One Thing, because I started listening to it mm-hmm. over the weekend. And they say, like, in the book, it says, like, you have to invite in chaos and you have to understand that when you're prioritizing one thing, you cannot prioritize everything. It's got to right. be that one thing. And that was the conference. And mm-hmm. it sucks being multi-passionate because you can't clone yourself, you know. But, like, I feel like me putting these partnerships together, it's you know, part strategy. Cause like Roger was literally setting up a unit on Friday. Cause we had a guest check in while you and I were doing our conference. So it's like partnerships help divide up the responsibilities and you have someone, and I didn't want to ask him for help, you know, cause I'm like, mm-hmm. I usually set him up because I'm you know, particular. <laughs> anyway, he like sent pictures of it and I was like, ah, yes, <laughs> um, but like, you know, because we are at that point where it's still so early, like we can't really outsource yeah. that type of thing. But yeah, I just, I highly recommend it. But I was telling Karen before we hit record, it's like, I feel like I've kind of gotten to know myself over the personal development journey. And now it's like when you start having business partnerships, it opens your eyes to every type of relationship you've had. And I'm like, wow, I really don't trust 
anyone. It's like, I kind of knew that and joked about it, but it's like, no, it's like therapy level type stuff, you know? Yeah. Um, but it, but it's good because it is helping the relationship with Ryan. And I feel like I'm able to see these recurring triggers or whatever and be like, Oh no, it's not them. It's me or it's unresolved trauma, you know? So yeah, no, I love what you said that about that, though, because I mean, that's not something that you probably would think of normally, but like being in a partnership with someone else and running a business together, it can like really illuminate and shine a light on some things that you're not really thinking about on the surface level. They're just subconscious and like trust issues or that I call it in motherhood, the mom, me, M-E factor, where it's like me, I'm the only one that can change the diapers properly. I'm the only one that can get them ready for school the right way. I'm the only one that can make the lunch right. Like you put yourself in this position of I'm the only one that can do it, right? It's all, it's gotta, I'm the only one that can see the end result and do what it takes to get it there. And so then you start feeling resentful of your partner when you're doing all the work and parenting and they're not, but it's, you have put yourself in that position because you had that mom, what I call the mom me factor. And that can be a similar thing with a partnership is like, you don't want to put yourself in that position where you're like, well, I'm, I, this is my vision. I see how it should be. I'm the only one that can do it. And taking on all of the things you have to loosen the reins. Like you have to share, you know, the responsibility that's part of being a partner. And maybe that person will or won't do it exactly how you would. And you have to let, be okay with that, you know? And, and if there's really some like glaring things, like I'm sure if Roger had like totally <laughs> put everything in the wrong spot or the sign wasn't right. No, or, no, you know, he you did probably, great. Yeah. You would yeah. have probably like, Hey, just, just FYI, <laughs> you know, yeah. I would have done it this way. You know, they're kind of, or whatever. Like you could have had that kind of conversation. But the fact that you were able to like, you know, let him go and do it. I mean, that's a a big step because I know it can be hard when you have had this vision for like how things should be and you've been the one doing that task. And then it's like you had to hand it off for this reason because you weren't available and you probably were like nervous about it and, you know, thinking about it. And that's normal. You know, it's okay, but it's a step that you were able because, I mean, you could have like, oh, well, I'll go the day before and set it up just so I can be the one that does it. You know, like you might have stressed yourself out. I'll go at four in the morning and set it up. Like people have, you know, do stuff like that where you'll like kill yourself trying to be the one doing the things that you think only you can do when the truth is you're not, you're never the only one that can do it. So you don't have to be stressed like that. It's so true. And I really feel like if I didn't have, um, my grandma had passed away a couple weeks ago and that was really difficult. And it was COVID, which is even harder because you just like, you know, I don't know. I mean, she was older anyway, but I got to this point where and I shared this in the complimentary community, but I got to this point where I was just like, why am I doing this to myself? I need help. I need mm-hmm. someone to take my kids the day of the conference. So I'm not dealing with potential tech issues. So I'm not their snack waitress. <laughs> <laughs> like, so I'm not having to be pulled in all these different areas. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and I need the hideaway set up. And I, it's funny because I didn't even think of that as an option. Like I probably because we didn't have anyone check out that day. So I could have done that, but I was like, 
no. So I just started putting out messages and I'm like, hey, can you help me with this? And can you help me with that? And people were like, sure. And it's like, <laughs> but but I was so I was so spent and my energy was so depleted that I was like, I was okay with people saying no, but I was like, I was not okay with having to do the work that needed to be done. So I was like, yeah. if they say no, I'm going next. You know, what? what's mm-hmm. another option that I can come up with to get the help? And I would encourage people um, to not let it get to that point. And like what you're saying with the mom me factor is that when you do pin yourself into a corner because you won't allow anyone to help, it's not a matter of when it's, God, I do that every time. It's not a matter of, I got to write this down. I'm going to get a tat. <laughs> it's not a matter of whatever. It's, it's going to happen at some point where mm-hmm. you're either going to freak out and run away, end up in a psych ward, or you're going to break your marriage or your relationships or whatever because of that resentment, because of that feeling of like, nobody else is doing anything for me or nobody or for the family or helping me or, you know, and it's, it's like you did this though. So yeah. yeah. yeah um, so you definitely don't want to pin yourself in that kind of position in a partnership. And so that's where the communication, it really is the key. Like yeah. you've got to stay in communication. Like Marsha and I, I mean, we of course co-work every morning anyway, but you know, we make regular time. Like this Friday, we literally have time set aside to debrief on the conference and kind of brainstorm and and talk about ideas for the next one. We do that regularly for the podcast where we, you know, we sit and come up with our themes for the month because we, you know, we're kind of goofy like that. We like to have a theme and we love it. like, yeah, that Alliteration. Is, it makes us so excited. Yeah. Yes, we, we, we totally dork out over it. We're like, yeah. we hope people are as excited as we are, which there's know, no right? way they could be, right? Like, I don't think so. <laughs> but we do, like when we come up with a theme name, like when we, Small Business September, we were like, oh my God, that's amazing. That's so perfect. We're so we're smart. So smart. Like, yeah. <laughs> Jinx. Oh my God. So yeah. So like we literally make time though regularly to have those little like powwows. If you don't make the time, it's not going to happen by itself. It's like you mentioned that you and Roger have kind of fallen out of that habit, you know, after things change, like you're now going to have to intentionally put that back in place. Like it doesn't just magically, you know, happen on its own. Yeah. And it's funny too, because that that's one of my things from growing up and being a middle child is like, I, it took me a really long time to realize like, okay, by me having conversations with people, it's not a disservice. It can actually be helpful, you know, <laughs> but before I was like, I don't want to talk to Ryan about issues with the, like the systems that we have in the house. And I don't want to do this because it's, because it's confrontation and you just feel like, well, what if they say no or what if they don't see it from your point of view? And I'm like, I communicate with Ryan a lot now. You're welcome, Ryan. But like with Roger, yeah, like I need to, now that I see it, because I did kind of see it like early on, but like I said, like the business had changed because mm-hmm. of the pandemic. And mm-hmm. so, but now it's like, okay, I, I do need to be like, hey, Roger, like we do need to be meeting regularly. And it's not like he was like, these meetings are ending, forthcoming, (laughs) you know, like we just fell out of touch, you know, and so now I just need to say like, hey, it's going to be really beneficial for me just to be able to, because I do send like very lengthy emails, but like, he's more of like, okay, got it. And I'm like, 
got what? There was a lot in there. You know? There was like and 20 like, things. Which one did you get? But he'll, he'll respond in line too. But I'm like, I, I'm realizing like I do need to have that back and forth conversation mm-hmm. and everything. Just having those conversations. Because I do feel like a lot of like brilliance comes out of that too. Where like yeah. they say something yeah. that makes you think of something. And then, you know, it's just the back and forth. and Yeah. Yeah. So it is important to keep having that brainstorming time because that's the thing with a business. I mean, you always need to be thinking about what's next, what's coming, staying connected to your vision for what you're building. Like, what does it look like in your grand thoughts? Like I was just sharing earlier, not today, but last week with uh, Marsha and Kim, like my biggest dreams for mixed media pros, which is the new agency that I'm launching soon. And, you know, I envision a building space to hold workshops and co-working and like, I have so many big dreams for that business. And it's a business I'm starting with my sister. So of course, me and her have been talking all the time anyway, because she's my sister, but we, we, you know, we're very close. Like lately, I'll just call her out of nowhere. And she says, hello. And I literally just start going off on all the things that I want to build with mixed media. And she's like, sounds good. Let's do it. You know, it's so funny because yeah, she's just like, I'm here. Let's do it. I'm, I'm here for it. It's fun when you have a partner or someone that you can like share that with, you know, when Marsha and I talk about honest combos and the things that we want to build that go beyond even just the podcast. It just gets, it's really exciting. And like having someone that you can bounce that off and, you know, really get excited together. It's really fun. And and it, it helps make the lows of entrepreneurship <laughs> a little more tolerable because, you know, you have someone to go up and down with. So I definitely yeah, recommend it. That made me think of something too, because it's not all ups. And you all know that, you know, partnerships are like, in addition to the trust issues, like you have to, Karen kind of talked about this earlier, but even if you feel awkward, like you still have to communicate like your truth because like Karen and I were talking about conference continued, but it was by text. And like, we actually haven't like had a conversation about this, but Karen had sent me like another conference how they're doing like a membership type thing and I'm just like I am very adverse to memberships just because I've been there done that and I know like how consuming they can be and I I I don't know how to like half-ass it like I really don't I've tried I can with the household stuff 100% really good at half-assing that but so my vision with the conference continued is literally just having like monthly meetings where people can jump on a zoom and we can have that same energy that we had at the conference and just a way to like stay in touch with each other. But like I, and I said in the text response and then we were like, what are we talking about? I'm like, I don't know. But anyway, but it was like, I just had to address that. Cause I'm like, Oh, I, I need to make sure that Karen knows that like, I can't go, you know, mm-hmm. 33% in one way for that. But so it's like, you have to be willing to, share openly because like if that and like we will talk about this obviously Karen like Mm -hmm. but like you know (laughs) if if I were to be like oh okay cool or sunglasses Mm -hmm. emoji then she might be like oh my god so we're gonna roll out this whole thing and like you know so like you just have to know that like without that communication and addressing stuff as it comes up then it could spiral. And then yeah. before you know it, you have like a whole new situation, <laughs> which I feel like we've done really good about staying. Like we've been adding mm-hmm. stuff like to the podcast 
like you added the IGTV and the YouTube channel. And it's like, we've been adding stuff, but it's at a level. First of all, everything makes sense. Like what we're doing and it's something that we can maintain or outsource. And that was, yeah, that's one thing we talked about too, was you said like having like standard operating procedures, like how you're going to start doing that now. So when it is time for mixed media pros, Mm -hmm. so you can outsource that. And it's basically having checklists so that. Yeah. And it does. I mean, systematizing what you're doing in your business makes it very easy to partner up, to outsource, to bring other people on, all that kind of stuff, because it's not however Karen felt like doing it today. Like I follow a system and then anybody can follow that system. It doesn't have to be me that does it. So that, yeah, that makes a big difference. And I love what you said too. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but um, I love what you said about not being afraid to be like, that's not quite what I was thinking or, you know, well, this is what I was, this is where I was going with it. Because you do have to have that ability to speak up and own your vision And, you know, you meet in the middle or figure out what everybody wants to agree on, but you can't just go with the flow. There's no going with the flow. Like if you're going to be in a partnership, you have to own what you want, what your vision is and what, you know, how you want to see this, whatever this is be. And then, you know, come together, brainstorm, ideate and create something together. But it has to be what you're really wanting to put because otherwise you're not going to you're not going to really want to be on it. You're not going to want to promote it when it comes time. You're not going to really want to do it when it's time to deliver it. So you got to build something that you actually want to build in the way that you want to build it. So I love that you said that. Yeah. Cause like when you say going with the flow, because I do say that pretty often, like you need to follow the next steps and everything. And like whenever you're getting synchronicities and God winks and everything, but when you are in partnership with a business that is all about producing results, products, services for consumers, there's no going with the flow. You have Mm -hmm. to be strategic. Yeah. Like everything you just said there makes so much sense because this is like, if you want to do like a side project where Karen and I are writing a poetry book together and it's, you know, like something like that, which we should do. Just kidding. We don't need to add anything (laughs) else, but maybe another line. Maybe 2021. (laughs) Yeah. Um, we're just focusing on fourth quarter, just focusing on fourth quarter. Um, but like if we were to do something like that, that's like completely creative, you know, and we're just doing it for fun or a hobby or whatever. Yeah. Go with the flow with that. But when it comes to like having a business that is providing those things for consumers or potential consumers, then it needs to be like plotted out. And that's the good thing too, because even though you feel weird or uncomfortable talking about it, you can kind of remove the emotion because you're like, I'm looking at bottom line here, Mm -hmm. you know? So I hope you've enjoyed this conversation or we hope you have enjoyed this conversation. Um, And we're going to be talking to Jennifer Crawford at 4 p.m. today. And we're really excited about that. Marsha has partnered with her on a project before and she works with a partner in her current business, Sparent. And so, yeah, we just can't wait to like pick her brain and interview her about partnerships. Yeah. So go to facebook.com slash honest combos and that's 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time today. 
Thanks so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, leave us a five-star review and subscribe on your favorite podcast player. For show notes and ways to connect with us, go to www.honestconvospodcast.com. 